from deep in the heart of Texas, live while we record, it's the Geek Culture Cast with your host, Ed. I got it for a couple of things. Yeah. I wanted to start modeling. Yep. Yep. Ed's um, interested in, in space miniatures and stuff. Spacecraft uh, specifically. You do the, yep. the blue steel when you're I, modeling? or <laughs> <laughs> That's why we need video so we That's can exactly see. That's exactly why we need video. Right. Duck lips. Right. So it's, 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 <laughs> I was like, what the hell is blue steel? And then, and then I just remember. Chris. I hope they make. I just hope they go the route of um, like they did with introducing Spider-Man into the MCU. Just we don't need another origin story. We know Superman's origin. I'm not personally, like you said, interested right. in him learning how to use his powers or anything. I've seen that under Jamie. Uh, so, yeah, I'm glad Twilight. I missed that discussion with you guys because I did not watch it for the same reason I am not interested in seeing a young Superman. I, I have seen enough Batman. There's enough Batman stuff out there for me to take a look at. And I'm Duncan bringing you a deep dive into all the sci-fi we love. We were there at the start. So well, that that could be really good. To be clear, without all the doom and gloom, which I appreciate, Ed, I'm with you, man. But without all the doom and gloom. <laughs> that, hey, um, without all of that, hey, Ed, hey, thank hey, you for that. Hey, no, no, no. Hey, doom and gloom. Hey, I'm with you. Guy. But what, my point is. And now, it's time for the show. Welcome, 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 welcome back to the Geek Culture Cast. Trucking right along on season two here. Today, we are going to talk a little something different. Little something the same. Are we going to talk about soap Sorry. operas? Novellas. What is this? Frontier. It's your mom. It's your mom's ass. These are the voyages of the Starship Enterprise. The Starship Enterprise. Oh, we're going to talk about Battlestar Galactica. To explore strange new worlds. There's ninjas in there. <laughs> <laughs> to seek out new life. Who wants a body massage? Let Anson Mount say the things. <laughs> to boldly go. Where no one has gone before. Pervert. <laughs> Best addition to the new theme music right here. That's like a Superman intro. Such a good show. Yeah, it's alright. So at any rate, this week we're talking Strange New World Season 2. Which just completed, how many weeks has it been since it completed? 42. A couple of weeks. Two or three? Yeah, I think I think two as yeah. of this recording. Yeah. So um, we're going to talk the whole friggin' season. But first, we wanted to get into any kind of news or updates or anything. First off, how was your week, boys? Busy. It was a busy week. But, it you know, they was all a busy week. They, they all are. I barely remember the week. That's how busy That's it was. That's how busy it was? So many meetings. I feel like Oprah Winfrey, like everybody gets a meeting, you know? <laughs> meeting, you, you get, get a, a meeting. meeting, you get a meeting, you get a meeting. Everybody gets a freaking... That's the worst yeah. Oprah ever. I know that's you the worst type of Oprah. <laughs> Does that, that actually implies there's a better Oprah than? No, than worse. I, I mean, I. I you well, know, you I, get a car would be nice. There's a lot of people that love Oprah, but I'm just saying. That uh, that would be the worst um, a prize in the audience ever. You get a meeting, and you get a meeting. You get to talk to your text. You know, it's funny because you, you're you're given so much work to do, right? And yeah. Just from the the meetings that you go to. Yeah. But if you got meetings every single day that are back to back, when are you supposed to yep. do your work? Yeah. On your time. Uh, you on know? your time. Yeah. Yep. Weekends yeah. and nights. That's right. Yep. Well, you know what? That's not the way it's going to happen. Well, well, good. Good for you, bud. I'm going to do it on your time. That's right. 
So I'm gonna get paid on that time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, other than being busy, summer's kind of closing down. We're getting the kids back to school. Thank goodness. Um, yeah, for us parents, that's a good thing. That's a real good thing. All well, mine are. Old, grown and beyond that, so we don't have the. You're the about only child in your home left. I, I am, know. and school yeah. started. For and me. you're going to school, so yeah. there you go. Yeah. You had a summer off too. That's good. Yeah, yeah school was interesting this week. Um, we had our first uh, sickness this week. So, oh, uh, Jaden came home on Monday, just you know, puking his guts. Out. Oh no! Yeah, um, well, dude, he he got better, and then Tuesday he was like, "Yeah, I want to go to school." And then we were taking him to school, and he puked again in the car. So, oh, no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and then take him to the ER. Um, they gave him some Zofran and whatnot, but he had like all this mucus on his stomach. So oh, bless his heart. Yeah, yeah, but he's yeah. So he had we've done the first sickness of the school year. So I feel you know like we've got baptized. Rip that bandaid off. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Had cleaners co- had to come in and clean the couches and the beds and all. Oh no! Ah! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I think it's in college, you know, when when yeah. you finally realize how to hold back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and wait till you get to the toilet. Right. Well, for some of us, for some of like, us, not so much. Like, that's when you're supposed to learn. Yeah, that's when you're supposed to learn. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm sure, Jamie, you've got this story. This is a, seems to be a story in every military experience. But you're in some kind of training situation, and there's always that one guy that can't go out and drink and act right when he comes back. And yeah. so, Marie, come, duh. oh yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. You guys yeah. had a couple yeah. then. Um, so in the army, we had a guy, uh, and I'm going to tell his name because I don't care. Because <laughs> screw this guy, he's a mess. His name was Pache, this French kid from who? Who the hell knows where? But uh, Pache would was about, you know, 18 going on 12, and it was his first time out of the house, and so he would go out with the boys and drink like a big man, come back, and the first time he came back. He went into our – so we're in a training battalion, by the way, so you have to clean everything and make sure everything is squared away and clean. Um, I mean, they're just a little more strict than the regular military. So this guy goes into the service closet and just shits all over everything. Then this little pig, this little shit pig, drags his little little cockafest into his bunk above his ranger buddy and commences to finishing up there. That was put, and so Pache's name became Pashitty. <laughs> that was what the drill sergeants called him. That's what we called him. <laughs> so we thought Pache had learned his lesson. We get into <laughs> we get into our new barracks. We got we got moved for whatever reason. We get into our new barracks, and Pache gets drunk again one night. Go. We had we had two man rooms at this point, not open barracks. So he leaves his room. And it's those it's those those rooms where you've got a room, a bathroom in the middle, adjoined to another room. So two sets of rooms use one bathroom. So <laughs> Pache doesn't go to the bathroom because he doesn't want to make a mess in there because he knows that they're going to get in trouble and have to clean it up. So he goes in the hall, drops trowel, and just lays a puddle of piss like he just got back from Mardi Gras. And so we all wake up that Saturday morning, and there's a big... A uh, puddle of piss in the in the middle of the barracks uh, 
of war. So that's that's pretty standard. And everybody knew that was military him, or did he confess to Oh it? no no no. We knew where it you came knew, from. We knew it. And then, yeah, yeah. then that story was corroborated by his bunkmate who said, yeah, uh, Pache got up and, and started coming over to my bunk and said, if you don't take your ass out of this room, I'm going <laughs> to kick it. And so he went out in the hall and pissed. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, yeah. not not. Ladies fun. and gentlemen, excuse our fruity language here. Right? Uh, yeah. So. Spoilers and explicit. We'll put it out. We'll put it out there first. Somebody's gonna um, need an E flag. Well, at least he at least it wasn't doing like exercises. So my favorite uh, <laughs> is I'm not a drinker, so I don't drink at all. But so I was the designated driver, communicator to the cops, front gate person. Like I'm the one break fighter upper in, break, in, fighter, in our situation. Fight, right? Yep, yep. So went out, had a good time, people drinking and all. Next day we had um, exercises. We were doing Australian repelling. And um, that's when you go up to the wall and you're facing down on the ground. Usually you repel backwards, right? So you're backing down the wall. Um, but Australians is you, you know. You, go Aussie, Aussie repelling. Right. So we're up on the top and uh, nausea is happening. And and I'm like, okay, so you guys going to be okay? Yeah, you guys going to be okay. Okay, cool. So one of the guys, not going to say his name, he you know starts repelling down. and He gets halfway down. And the our sergeant was down there. First sergeant was down there, and we were actually the commander was there. Um, right. Commander's usually not there, and yes, sprayed the entire oh. just yeah, down on the commander, first sergeant, and I, I would have like, I would have gone and, and found I'm a like, hole. And oh, hit. I'm like, oh, we are so far. Yep, and we yep, were, yeah, we oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because one thing you don't know if you're not in the military is if one person screws up, guess what? You yeah. all screwed up. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay, you I'll all get this. punished uh, equally. Half right <laughs> <laughs> and punished. Probably in your rest. Yep, it's uh, push up position. Fun, fun. Well, all right, that was a, that was too long ago. Thank goodness <laughs> we don't have to go back there. But uh, I think I think our uh, podcast is over. Good job. The podcast. Good, episode. Good job. Good episode. We're only yeah. ten minutes in. Relax. Yeah, relax. 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 Not a podcast unless you get a good puke story. So yeah, right. <laughs> um, so this week we're talking Strange New Worlds, uh, season two. I think uh, if you go back and check out our uh, Strange New Worlds season one uh, episode. Um, we really, really, really liked season one. Uh, in fact, we uh, liked it so much we were able to con- uh, convert Jamie into being a Star Trek fan a little bit because he's not bless he's you. not uh, not natively a Star Trek fan. Um, bless you, by the Thank way. Thank you. Um, you. And so, uh, first things first, for the overall season, for the ten episodes of the season, what is your rating? I'm starting with you, Jamie. Um, this this was the best season of Star Trek for me, like hands down. Like that's any season it, uh, of any show of any show. Like you said, I'm not the Star Trek fanatic that you guys are. Yep. Um, and the first season of Strange New Worlds kind of pulled me in. I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. I like this a lot. Um, and then this season, um, story, character development, um, pacing. Like it was just great. Like I enjoyed the season. Um, every new episode was a new adventure for me. Like I enjoyed it. I really did. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah, that's cool. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's cool that um, you're finding a new fandom yeah. uh, with the Trekkers. I like that. That's cool, Eddie. What about you, buddy? What did you think of season two? Uh, yeah, I, As a whole. Know, <clears throat> I enjoyed season one better. 
Okay. Or more. Okay. Okay. Um, but there were elements of season two that resonated with me, that excited me, that um, I was I was really encouraged, you know, to, to see that it was developing and evolving. Yeah. Um, for me, this was more of a transitionary episode or series or season. Sorry. Um, like, the, like they're keeping up the standard, maybe. Yeah, they're keeping up the standard and they're evolving the characters. You know, um, yeah, and they and they ended on a really good high. Oh yeah, you know that yeah. that um, that cliffhanging um, finale was was a good transition. That's fresh for me. I watched it this morning because I, I was oh, a good. couple of episodes down and I yeah. didn't catch up. And you I know, I watched that. It was really really. You know good. the the filler. Okay. Some of the filler episodes were like okay, yeah, yeah. those were good. Yeah. Um, my my favorite one is the uh, the singing one. Um, so I th- and I think everybody's favorite one was that one too. So. <laughs> Um, that was a, a really great episode, and, and uh, episode I would blue. love love to to really delve into that a little bit more. Um, but you know, they they all did sing their their own parts, so that was pretty interesting to hear. They they sang their own parts in uh, what was in my mind just a ridiculous episode. I cannot stand that episode. I, I think it's probably the worst bit of Star Trek that <laughs> I've ever seen. I, I, and I love Strange New Worlds. I hated that episode. Um, Chris, your your verdict for the season? What did you think, buddy? Uh, I thought it was okay. I, it um, like Ed, I think I love season one. And yep. I'm actually rewatching season one with yep. my wife and my youngest son right now, and I can see it's the the th- the stuff that it did really really well right out of the gate. I don't think this season this season has had episodes that feel. I don't want to say traditional Trek, but I'm thinking like we watched one, the one that was a very Uhura centric episode from from season one with yeah. the meteor that was about to hit the um, the pre developed uh, civilization. Society. Yep, yep. And uh, and then the meteors looked at as a god by these um, essentially these like space monk, uh, the space monk race that threatens the Enterprise if they interfere with it. Right. And it it felt like there was a level of discovery around that. You know, um, the the exploration and discovery of things that that transcend just humanity. Um, this season, I don't feel had that, but this season also, um, the stuff that it did really well, it did really, really well. Um, and then it was certainly wasn't afraid to try a few new things. So I can't really poop on it for any of that. Uh, the first half of it didn't really click with me though. Okay. Um, but I can't tell you specifically why, because the episodes were fine. They're, they, it was just, okay. they were just kind of filler yeah, episodes. They, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and things happen in them that certainly set up, longer term narrative narratives but uh but yeah overall i mean it, it was a good season i certainly don't want to sound like i'm 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 down on it i yeah i think it ended on a very very strong note it did end and, on a very uh, strong note yeah. yeah they brought it back for sure i think my feelings on it were similar to yours i um i enjoyed the season um it was definitely worth a watch uh and would honestly i would watch all of the episodes again save the one <laughs> save the musical episode um but uh you're right i think coming out of the gate as strong as the first season did maybe you had a little bit of a sophomore slump there uh on the second season which is really nitpicky i feel like because even those episodes were still very good well honestly i think the the first episode right out of the gate uh was called the broken circle and this is the one where um where uh number one is on trial yep right yeah, and, that uh, was excellent. Or I'm sorry, that was that was the second episode. But the, second first, episode. the first one was right. the one where uh, the the Klingons are setting up yeah. to try and go the the Federation to restart the war. That's right. That's right. Um, and that, but the, you had Mbenga and Chapel, you know, in the scenario where they were basically stuck on the the ship with Klingons. Yeah. And I think that that coupled and was a good transition into one that shows later 
uh, later in the se- the the season, right? Where we're really exploring a lot of the yeah. effects, uh, the the camaraderie of people that are war veterans, the effects of war long term, and how you're able to adapt in a certain situation in a position where, like, we're talking about a nurse and a doctor, yeah, and yeah. they're able to to come up with these solutions to escape a ship full of Klingons. In in this specific episode, I thought that was great. Yeah. And that's the reason why I liked this season a lot, because it built characters that you guys know that I don't, Mm, right? mm -hmm, So, mm -hmm. like, when you're talking about Nurse Chapel, you talk about Spock. Nurse Chapel. Like, all of these I mean, kind of, Jimmy. Kind of, yeah. You know, I'm coming into this and figuring out- We're not fresh. Yeah, I get you. I get you. Figuring out, like, who they are and learning their past and learning about um, Mbinga and kind of seeing him go through this, hey, I am a doctor- um, uh, but I became a doctor because I was first a killer. Like this stuff was really, really right. fascinating to me. Right. Um, and like you said, that first uh, episode laid that groundwork of okay, there's more here than just you know medical professionals. They're medical professionals who are war veterans, and you know what that impact is. And um, and when you see it, yeah. uh, I, I'm sorry to interrupt. You. I was no, just go say ahead. when you see you you see Mbenga specifically, the first season. You would never guess this dude is a war vet. No, totally. He totally. is totally right. like literally the most was a chill, surprise. chill yeah, guy. Yeah. You know who who does what he can to save his daughter right. in season one, where he right. suspends her. Have in, you ever met a special forces war vet? A specific special forces yeah. war? I've not. That's yeah. the way they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's it's really striking how true to life that that. Portrayal. And I love that when that you find out in the first season where he saved his daughter, you find out where he learned to do this. Yes, this yeah, is, yeah, yeah. So that's why this season resonated so much to mm, me mm-hmm. because each one of the episodes they kind of focused on a core part of the character's being and kind of delved into that. The second episode, my favorite episode of the entire season. Mm -hmm. When they go into number one's on trial and they are talking about the prime director, when you learn at its core, like what this is about. There's like, so you've been through hundreds of years of someone always is the one who gets shitted on. Yeah. Like you, mm-hmm. your earth, you've been through races that get shitted on. Now you're solidified. Now there's, you know, this a new, you know, kind of person or new group of people. And there's like, look, this is the reason why you have these rules. You have these rules so that you can understand that you on one side there are consequences to oh science and you know we don't want to you know modify and all but is like the other side of this is you you're supposed to be a unified you know kind of society and you found a way to kind of fall back into your base need mm-hmm. to be better than someone right 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 so and each one of those episodes kind of had this theme and and kind of brought whether it be Luan and how she was fighting with her legacy of being a sing and then coming to a port in time and a world where none of that mattered yep and she realized how much it mattered to her being on a world that none of that mattered. Right. Right. So all of those kind of that's the reason why this this season was really, really good for me, because I was learning who they were, who they were as people, what drives, you know, them as people. So, yeah, that's- this is one of the reasons why I love our conversations, yeah. because it hadn't occurred to me that um oh kind of what they were doing. I, look, we watch these shows and I just watch the show and I enjoy the show in the moment. I don't really think about it until we kind of start talking about it and and fleshing out what our thoughts and feelings are on it. Yeah. But season two laid out 
the the they started character building right um and i i appreciate that i think i appreciate the season more a bit because of what they're trying to do there even though two of the episodes in particular i did not care for which two which two i didn't care for the spock and his 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 wife episode where the mother-in-law uh Really, you yeah, know, like I, sh- sh- that's charades, right? Charades, where, where he right. turns, where he turns yeah. human. I, yeah. I really enjoyed that. No, no, <laughs> I, I get you. Yeah, and I should have on paper. I should absolutely have enjoyed that episode. I, I found it tedious. I, I think I find Vulcans tedious. Maybe, maybe that's part of it. Maybe. I, 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 I really. What do you think uh, about Ethan Peck? Oh, I love him. No, okay. no, no, no. I no. It's the story. It's really so, the story. It's not the performances. It's not. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go uh, uh, psycho and put you on the couch here. For okay. Me. All right. Because I know exactly what was pissing you off about yeah, the yeah, episode. Yeah. So, so uh, we we talked about earlier how you know each one of them at their core you know was showing themselves. So right. when they exposed the human side of of Spock. And they showed how he was looked down upon by the parents of the woman that he was marrying. That hit chords in people. Like watching, it yeah. wasn't about him. It was watching him yes. be yes. degraded right. for who he was as a person by his in-laws. And that that sticks with us as human, and not just that, but his right? mom too. His, his lovely, mom, his lovely, lovely mom, human mom, right? And looking yeah. at them just, and and the person who you are was pissed. Well, that's so funny that you said that because that's, that's exactly what happened. What it was. That's what happened that's exactly to me. What you I'm know, sitting I, there I, watching them yeah. degrade the this good woman. Like, yeah. like that's my mama, dog. Yeah, like, right, right, right. Yeah. And not only that, but she's so sweet about it. <laughs> right, all. exactly. You yeah. know, just takes it all for, in stride. Yeah. For me, charades was the prequel to Subspace Rhapsody. And, and Remind I, us what Subspace Rhapsody is? That's the singing one that you didn't like. The singing one I didn't like. Now, okay, okay. Here's, here's, I didn't pay attention to the... Here's what I really yeah. like about, about these two shows. Um, one, both of them live up to the um, the title, Stra- yeah. Strange right. New Worlds, right? right? Yeah. Um, but specifically with these two, we start to see the sub-context um, about what people are thinking and what they're doing. So for right. Spock... When he moves into this this human um, world, yeah, we see all of the stuff that he's thinking about come out. Mm, mm-hmm. We see the underlying right. conversations. He's right. human, we see, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You know that that human side of him. Now, yeah. when you transition over to to um, subspace rhapsody, right, you see everybody's subcontext comes right. come out, and now you're hearing the thoughts. About what people are saying, yeah. and you're like, and you didn't expect. Like for us, we're thinking inside, even though we're saying something differently. Yeah, you know, we our conversations don't always line up with what we're thinking. I don't want you really to know right. this. I don't want to hurt your feelings. So I'm going to tell you this instead. And, and sure, that's the I, I'm going to tell you yeah. this, right. but you know, I'm thinking kind of something yeah. else. How can I transition my conversation to? Because we to teach ourselves how to have those conversations, right? And, right. and that's why right. that singing one was so good because they spent the entire season showing you that nerve for everyone, and then the singing opened up the nerves for everybody. And, and, this, like, and this was specifically a right. relationship, right? Um, episode, and there right. were two. There were there were yeah, um, Spock and Chapel, and then right. there was um, Pike and. Uh, what's your face? His, his, right? His girl. Now, now one of them got yeah. saved and one right. of them didn't. Right. 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 So there's, this was almost like a Shakespearean musical that was but occurring. I totally get it. So, it. So that, that's like what number I one about, about Listen, these right. Listen yeah. you're right on. The story on its face 
is very good. I I, I wouldn't take so, that so away. So what this. didn't you like the about fucking singing? It's it's <laughs> it's um. So you don't like musicals in general? I don't care for ah, musicals. Okay. That's part of it. I don't care for musicals in general. I, and and I'll tell you why. And this is the reason why I didn't like the episode. I don't like musicals because a people don't do that. First off, unless it's a musical, and two, it's just so over the top. It's so much. It's it's so um, it it really takes me out of the space. Although I will say, in defense of this episode, because of what because of the storyline and what was going on, all of it was somewhat plausible. Somewhat plausible. As opposed to everything else that's happening in this space. Listen, <laughs> listen. <laughs> the, Gorn, the Gorn can attack and, and space lizards can eat faces. I'm fine with that. But you sing on the bridge, damn it, and I've had it. I've had it. It's the singing. I, the singing just really bummed me okay. out. I, I think I think your explanation is you just, just don't like musicals. I don't like musicals. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's it. Okay. I mean, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. There, there's a level of campiness that's that associated sense. with this specific and that's episode. It. That, that's what you I know? don't like about right. musicals. Now, now, if you go yeah. back to campiness, that's one of the reasons that I don't like Thor. Because, sure. Because of uh, the, the last sure. one. Sure. The last one. Yeah. Because it was overly campy. It was overly campy. <laughs> now, the campiness of Thor, for me... Far exceeds the campiness of this, but I also love musicals. Yeah, I don't just love do. any musicals. Yeah. I love musicals that usually that are associated with Sondheim. Well, but you you've know? also got a really amazing a voice and a fan. I don't know about that, but I, I do oh, love. I do, I do love musicals. I love operas, and yeah, yeah th- those those aren't the type favorite, of yeah. conversations that occur right. daily. These are artistic. No, no, totally, you know? totally. Yeah. This is something that totally I I just passed me as a kid. I never was was really exposed to it and and was really told that that was kind of a a fancy rich person thing. You know, I, I that, think that's just the way I was taught. I and think that's this, right. this episode a, yeah. to to live up to the hype of strange new worlds. Yeah. Right. I think yeah. this is a, a per, perhaps maybe a one off. You know, yes. where, where no, you definitely. see, hey, what can we get away with? Definitely. What works for us? What can we you know, what are the different mediums by which we can start to introduce different types of conversation? Right, you know, or different types of, of interaction with different people. I so, thought this was really good because to, we, we got to well, see the, it, the internal meanderings. To you, your, you did to your points, the internal stuff, the the dialogue, the interactions between the characters, all good stuff. Yeah, I'm telling you, when those Klingons get up and sing that last song, <laughs> <laughs> the boy band thing, <laughs> I thought that was, that was awesome. Hey, I was hey, so I was so that happy was that was the end of the episode. <laughs> I was because giggling. I was about to break my TV. That was well, I, I, so there are a couple of things with that. I liked how they they the Klingons themselves were aware that they're singing because of this phenomenon that's affecting them. Right, and they they saw it as dishonorable. But, I really right. li- I really liked that. I thought they were going to blow um, themselves up. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. I like, oh, this <laughs> is a great. Ram ram that would have been an improvement. But, yeah, <laughs> but this, this this season also showed that it was a it was not afraid to do things. Literally yeah. to Ed's point with Strange New Worlds. So I definitely appreciate that. We had the yeah. we had the musical episode. Yep. and the, and I, I want to get back to the relationships and all that in a minute. Sure. But the other one that I thought was really unique is we had the Lower Decks animated show. Yeah, I was love about to talk that. about that. Yeah, and that, that was another that. one that, you yeah. know, when they had announced they're going to do this, it's like, how the hell, is the, this isn't even a realistically right. animated one like the original Star Trek. You know who directed series. that? 
Yeah, it was Jonathan Frakes. Jonathan Frakes. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and that's the only one I think that he did this season. No, he did a few. Yeah, I think he did. A I thought. Few. I thought he did. I thought I'd read he did a few, but he's been mainly on. Well, maybe you're right because he's been doing Discovery too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he, this is the only one. That's the only. Oh, that's okay. the only one. Okay. Yeah, okay. But they did the. Uh, I I saw a, a clip where. Um, so you had the two. It, there's the show called Lower Decks. It's an animated show in the right. style of Rick and it's Morty. A very good animated and show, I've, by the way. I've Especially not, if you're a Star Trek fan. Yeah, I've yeah. not watched it. So this was my first. Yeah. Real, I knew what it was. I've just never actually seen anything more than like a clip here or there but to see uh how are they going to make this crossover right they come up with this plot device to bring these two animated characters into real life that are played by their voice actors well and, it, and i love right. that the plot device was where very well defined in the star well, Trek it was yeah. World. Yeah. It, it totally yeah. fit but then the other there was a piece in there that i thought was really funny which was like ensign bromley or whatever the, the yeah, dude bromley. That, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. um i, I saw Boimler? Something like Wimler. that. Wimler. Wimler is his name, yeah. He uh, he did. He's played by the guy from The Boys. That's his first name. He's Huey in The Boys. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he did that He did that thing where he saw the saddle, and he goes, oh, I'm going to do a Riker with the leg over the <laughs> chair. <laughs> and I saw a clip this this last week, actually, that in prepping for this, that he were, that was totally improv. That wasn't oh, in the script. Oh, that's hilarious. And he did it specifically to mess with Jonathan Frakes. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and that's awesome. The, uh, Will Wheaton was interviewing... Uh, interviewing the two of them. It yeah. was from, like, I guess one of Will Wheaton's shows that he does. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he totally did it just basically to make Frakes oh, drop the uh, funny. the director seriousness of of trying to maintain, like, command of the set and command yeah. of the production to make him burst out laughing because it wasn't expected, and they decided to keep that in there. Yeah. But that just added to, like, the little charms of this episode where you're seeing this guy from the yeah. future that um, you see this guy from the future that uh, is able to... Um, Incorporate a lot of fan servicey stuff that we as viewers have seen, but would be new. To well, the and, and and if I have watched Lower Decks, uh, all of it because I really like the show. This very they very much were playing the characters like they do on the animated series. Um, th- those two characters are really great. Um, the the female character um, on the animated show, um, she's hilarious because her mom is the captain of their ship, the Ceratos. And so she kind of gets away with anything she wants. And and on top of that, the other reason she gets away with every, er, anything she wants is because she's a badass. She's great at everything she does, and she's usually the one to save those two from whatever peril they're in. So it's, it's an interesting dynamic. And when I saw both of them in live action and that the guy that plays the voice was actually playing the character in live action, I... That was that was a good cool. They carried over uh, the other thing I thought was cute about the episode was at the end. Um, you know, they teach them how to make the uh, the Orion um, the drink. Oh, right, uh, and then right. they 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 actually show it. So, uh, well, let me back up a couple. No, I'm, I'll, I'll transition this. So, yes, the way that episode <laughs> ended, where we got to see the crew animated in that form, yes, uh, making the drink was right. kind of a nice little touch, but. The other thing, and this will transition into the bigger thing, attention to detail for Star Trek has been something I've loved that this cr- this production team has kept on. And it's everything in the Star Trek universe. The animated, the animated intro, or the, the intro to that crossover episode was animated. Yep, right. The, the I, I, I thought animated. the entire series or show was going to be animated. Oh, oh did okay. you? Yeah, I was like, oh, okay, this is what it's going to be. Oh, that's funny. And I also thought this was going to be a special, like... Because it released before the other one did. Oh, okay. It was okay. Like, I think there were two episodes. Yeah, they crossed they, over. Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, this is gonna be a special one. Okay, we'll watch it this week. You know, and then yeah. when you realize, oh, they transitioned into the real world, right? You know, and then you saw, um, I forgot the actor's name, um, but the the guy from the boys. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I kind of expected to see Carl Urban come in. You know, Oi. Start, yeah. start using the C word. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, the, but the other thing, so the intro was good. The other thing, and you guys were talking about the musical episode. Did you know that the, uh, did you notice that the intro to that was acapella? Was acapella. I did, yeah. right? I did yeah. appreciate that. That was, like, I love that. That's just those, those kind maybe of details. that's what it was. I love acapella. Yeah. Maybe if they could have done the whole thing, all the singing in acapella, that would have been okay. Well, that's just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I don't like musicals, yeah. but I love Pitch Perfect. But no, their attention okay. to detail that was then you like, Then that's you would so really weird. enjoy yeah. the group yeah. Pentatonic. Oh, I do like Pentatonic. Yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, you guys were talking about relationships, and Jamie briefly mentioned the show, the episode earlier, but Tomorrow, Tomorrow, and Tomorrow, which is yeah. the one that where Lon really gets sent back in time. Yes. Yeah. And we get to see a different side of Kirk, too. My yep. favorite episode of the season. It is it really? Very yes. good. I very absolutely good. loved that episode. I love that character. She is yeah. awesome. She's one of my favorites on the bridge. And her and Kirk getting closer and the whole her being in a place where she wasn't looked down upon right. because of her name. Yeah. Um, which we briefly talked about before. It was so good and meeting him as a kid in the room at the end was so good just for the the episode expounds on it but if listeners haven't or are not familiar with the eugenics wars or the the wars where um humans were bioengineered to basically be super people yeah and that was the group that Khan led and they were banned into space let's take it a step back eugenics if you don't understand this is something that came or came up it's it's a lot of people have have mess with it but but nazi germany uh was a big proponent of eugenics where they literally would do selective breeding to to get certain aspects of humanity um literally bred into their their country's uh you know their people their line um this became a war in the future uh, the with star trek's past with, uh, with our aug- future. yeah with yeah. augments with, augments. with yeah. augments that's correct and that's yeah, actually yeah, yeah. one of the reasons that they that yeah, the federation yeah. does not like anybody who has had any kind of it's genetic a little tapestry yeah yeah because of the history and the star trek lore of the eugenics wars basically right. the eugenics wars we find out lead to um the dis- they lead to world war three right which then post world war three is the unification of man, man comes together well, Most because there were only three. about 30,000 of them left. Yeah. Because <laughs> they literally nearly destroyed the earth. But they come back, they yeah. basically unite. And, yeah. And ha- coming across for in first contact, which we saw in, in Star Trek first contact, right. uh, leads them into space, lore, space exploration, yeah. which through Star Trek Enterprise and then this show and the original series, we find, you know, they, they're fi- mankind's finding its way in the galaxy. But yeah, Lon carries that. Um, Scarlet Letter, so to speak, right. because of her lineage and the fact that she came from Con, yeah. Khan's, uh, she's part of Khan's bloodline. And she carries his name everywhere everywhere she, she goes, which is that is the badge we're talking about. Uh, Nunian Singh uh, is her surname. Um, but yeah, again, she's a great character. Um, of of all the characters, I think her her journey is, well, first it's new, it's different. We, we don't really know too much about that character mm-hmm. um but also um uh she's great at her job but also there's a lot going on in between her ears and most of it we don't really see or her her shipmates don't really see right we got to see a peek into that in this episode and it's why it's it's plus i love kirk i love james c kirk and, the, and the he actor really they, yeah the actor they got really embodies and so you know what's funny is i was i was telling a friend of mine this who looks at he, he looked at a photo and he's like that dude doesn't look like kirk i was like yeah he doesn't in stills right 
But what's funny is if you watch the dude, he manages to get all the subtleties yep. that William Shatner brought to the role in yep. the original series. He's able to deliver those, it, yeah. but he doesn't, but not in a way where it's William Shatnery. Well, I, right. Listen, I, I, I love the Shat, but I would I would wager to say that this guy plays a better Kirk than Shatner, uh, in my opinion. I think uh, I, I think just on Lon, real quick. One thing I thought that they did really well with seeding her character with is she had this little romance with him, right? But this is a version of Kirk that was essentially using Marvel terms, a variant, yep. variant right. from another timeline. Yep. And uh, and then he dies at the end of that episode. Right. Right. And uh, and then she goes back to her episode, and she, or her her timeline. Yep, yep. But she's still got this love that she's developed, these feelings for this character that we see her looking him up at the end. Right. To see, like, where he is in her timeline. And not only that... And- but she's commanded. She cannot say anything about her time right, yep. in the variant uh, world. Yep. Nor can she say anything about her relationship with Kirk. So yep. she literally has to bear this. She has to carry the brunt that. of yeah. this all by herself, knowing that Kirk is out there somewhere in her timeline as well. Yep. Yeah. And that's also one of the reasons why um, the singing episode was so good because once you see her through like that that nerve, right? It's like she. That Kirk was the only person who saw her. Yeah. And the only other person who's like that is um, number one. So in the scene where she and number one are kind of in their singing, like you start to understand like where their connection is. Their connection is, hey, augment. We're augmented human beings, augmented people. And they kind of connect in this very kind of like cellular way. It's just interesting to kind of see them, you know, kind of interact. So that's another reason why um, I enjoyed that episode, um, the singing episode. And you mentioned something, Chris, before. You were like, hey, when you watch this episode, you'll know who has the uh, the, the singing skill. He's mm-hmm. like, yeah. So Uhura and Elan are the mm-hmm. ones with they are, singing yeah. backgrounds. Yeah. Uhura actually, uh, slash, they have a Grammy. She had the Grammy for, you know, for um, uh, the musical. Yeah. Um, and it's they're very, very good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this one sounds like the Uhura song. Yep, this is Uhura's song. Yep. Yeah, she was she was the one when we were watching this that, um, or when I was watching this episode, I was like, I mean, not that I didn't expect that she might be able to carry sure. the tune, but she was the one that clearly is like, whoa, right. this girl can. So she's done she can sing. Broadway. Yeah. Uh, her mother's on Broadway. Like they, like she comes from that musical kind of. Yeah. But when we talked about this last week, that's why I was saying they. I really, they. Would, really didn't want to yeah, say they. you know yeah. Uh, <laughs> she. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like they. Yeah, she did. I was really impressed with her on this uh, on this episode. And then, great, yeah. And then Lon had the other. Uh, Lon had the other episode or the other song right. that I, I think Uhura's song actually. When you look at the song quality of of the different songs. She had the best song, in my opinion. Right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, but you know the other. I mean, the other ones like that main song that they did, um, uh, where they're all starting to oh, realize. Right this, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, where where they're starting to sing, and you know, uh, Spock's like apologies. You know, <laughs> right. um, uh, you know that one was just kind of okay. But I thought the Ahura one was great, and then the Lon one, while not the strongest song, you could actually tell like she was the other one. Oh yeah, here we go. It's uh. Mr. Spock? The intermix chamber and containment field are stable. I'll get to the war core and Just say it. Just say it, punk. Shut up. <laughs> Where's that music coming from? Not from anywhere on the ship. 
Apologies, the most confounding thing. I appear to be sick. I have sick bay for you, sir. Most unusual, so peculiar. <laughs> now they're adding in on it. Damn it. How do you not love this? This is awesome. I hate it. <laughs> Why are we singing? Yeah, why are you singing? So this is where I'm sitting in my chair this morning. Why? Because this is the other episode I watched. And I just got my head in my hands and I'm like, just please make it stop. <laughs> I didn't think it was terrible. It was not terrible. And after talking to you guys about it, I definitely have a better appreciation for the episode. The 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 core of the episode, the story of the episode, nothing wrong with it. It's perfectly fine. It truly is the musical part of it that I just burns my ass. I don't know why. <laughs> so I, I was talking about when the season started to click for me. And for me, we were y'all were talking about charades, and I don't know why, but charades is actually the one for me from then on. Is when it really the season okay. to me, me as really well. clicked. Me as well, yeah. Okay. I, and I don't know why. Again, I, I I grant that the charades thing was silly. It was a little bit of the um, had elements of what was that show that movie where the mom and the daughter switch play like the the mom and daughter switch places. Are you talking about uh, Little Lindsay Lohan and um, yeah? But Jamie that, wasn't Curtis? that a remake of an old one? I don't yeah, know. But, it's but Freaky that, Friday. That whole is what that's yeah. Friday. Friday. So it had a little basically yeah, a little yeah, bit of that where it's yeah. like the fish out of the. I'm I'm not used to these emotions and this yeah. body I'm in and all that. And, you know, there's a little bit of that with the Spock and having his emotions, like Ed was saying earlier, being able to. But I don't know, man, that just that episode really clicked, clicked with yeah. me. And I, I I can't tell you why. The Spock episode? There, yeah. Oh, OK. That, okay. that episode is really to me where the the on switch was flipped for. OK, for the I'm officially into the season now. Yeah. It's no longer feeling like filler episodes or that they're setting other things up. That's very interesting. Um, I, I felt the same way, although I did like the second episode a whole lot. I, again, I like that idea uh, that, you know, no matter what, we're all basically equal. And um, to arbitrarily uh, uh, punish somebody because of where they come from, it, you know, that's one of the things that just makes no sense to me at all. So I really appreciated that story. And I, I, I think I there's a payoff in the animated uh, crossover episode because uh, uh, Boimler has a has a thing for number one like a hero worship thing right right and has her poster with right the the ad mm -hmm. astrum whatever it is um in his in his wall locker As, astra aspera thanks i think thanks eddie um and, and i i just thought that was real clever and, and really too, cool really and like and yeah um i also like the conversation they had with with pike Around, uh, remember they were in the room and um, in his room, and he was talking about, hey, you know, your birthday is coming up, and you, they're trying to put through your party, and you should let them do it. And he was like, yeah, I don't really do that. I want to kind of go off by myself and go fishing. That's kind of yeah. Mm -hmm. And he was like, you ever think about the fact that you know the fact that you are and you know what's going to happen to you, spending time with people who want to spend time with you. Yeah. Like I, I, I thought that conversation them having with him that was epic. Yeah. Very, very good. Yep. Yeah, I remember hearing that and thinking, oh wow. Yeah, you know he's not exactly telling them what's going to happen in That's the future. Right. Although throughout the entire episode, everybody was kind of hinting. Yeah, we're from yeah. the future. We know. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. I know you. And, right, right. Yeah. You know, but but the the conversation that he had about you know 
this isn't really for you as much as it's for them. Right. Right. You know? right. And right. they're right. your friends. They're your supporters. You know what's going to happen to you. Take this time. Yeah. Because yeah. they're the ones that are going to miss you the ones more miss you. than. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Yeah. I love Anson Mount. I love Captain Pike. It's probably my favorite Star Trek captain now you know uh, th- this season I, I said a little bit earlier that it was transitional but yeah. it, it was also transformational and you know it, it each of these episodes put a level of uncomfortability in each scenario that it met you yeah. know whether it was the 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 um um tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow or the charades or if it was subspace rhapsody mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. you know there was this this level of how do i Wow, how, how do I deal with what we're going through? Right, right. And, and I think every episode really addresses the the culture that's being created on the Enterprise, and and does a lot to the the leadership vulnerability. And, and I think if you think about past Star Trek, with that in mind, that's the best Trek out there. When you when you are feeling that in an episode, when you're there with the with. And you're you're fully invested in the stakes yeah. that the crew is. That to me has always been the best yeah. Star Trek, uh, in in my opinion. To that end, what are your thoughts like around? So remember the episode under the cloak of war when the ambassador Klingon ambassador yes. is on the ship. Yes. Ambassador so Doc Rock. Yeah, I thought that was a really cool episode because you're figuring, you know, finding out like like Minga, like what truly was going on. Like what? What's going on with him? Where his past has been? Oh, the fact that he used to be, you know, special that's the forces. point I was going to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. He used to yep. like he he lived the life of death, and then that's why he became a doctor. Like, right. I, I, I'm done. I need to put back the lives of all these lives that I've taken, and you find out that this this reputation of being the you know monster of you know um what was it in Gaul. Something like that, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he was actually that. He was the monster, right? Like yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, there's this. You know, everyone thought that this uh, Klingon um, general had killed all his own men, right? And uh, that's where he got the butcher of you know Jagal or whatever the you know the thing was. And you find out at the end that Benga was actually the butcher of Jagal, and he, that the, every last the Klingon one. knew it. And as he knew, well. yeah, right? Yeah, he, yeah. But like I knew, he knew he didn't kill his own right, friend, right, 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 right. But like he said, he was like they needed a martyr. They needed yep. you know this piece needed a martyr. Mm. And if they could see that the you know butcher could turn into something different, then that's power in that. And and Benga just couldn't let that go. Right? He was just like a. Hey, you know, you got this. Die. Speaks to something that I talk to you my girls die. about. Yeah. That I talk to young people, especially very um, excited gun young people. Um, this is what I, t- I talk to them about. Every time you take a life, it, there's a little piece of you that goes with it, yeah. and um, you have to deal with that little piece of your humanity or a big piece, uh, depending on what your service entailed, you have to deal with that in some way or another. And unfortunately for a lot of the veterans that have come home uh, from, from the wars that we're dealing with now, they're dealing with it in, in inappropriate ways. Uh, You know, drug addiction, homelessness, suicide, um, uh, hurting other people. Um, uh, you know, hurting their, their, their loved ones, their spouses, whatever that is, this is one of the things that is so important for all these people that want their gun rights and all of that, which, you know, I'm not going to get political, 
Uh, there, there's, there's arguments on both sides for it. But, but what you have to understand is that little piece of you that is taken away when you do that type of harm to somebody, it matters. And it may not matter right then. It may not matter a week from then. It may not matter until 10, 15 years later. But it will catch up with you, and you have to speak to those demons. And I think that episode in particular was a really good cathartic cleanse of the doctor's experience in the in the war and him coming to terms with that experience and yeah. what he was responsible for doing. I, I would love to see. Capital, too. Yeah. Yeah, did y'all ever read the Star Trek books that oh, were yeah. out in the 80s Some. or 90s? Yeah. Some, yeah. There was one book that, it's my favorite book, and it's uh, called The Kobayashi Maru. Oh, great book. And there, great there were book. three or four um, characters, and I think McCoy is one of them, mm-hmm. I think Scotty's another, I yep. think uh, Sulu is one of them, um, and they're they're um, caught in a, in a God, what is it, a, tr- a transport? Maybe yes, yeah, shuttle, transport, uh, shuttle, that, shuttle that transport. Yeah, yeah, loses its its power, and and they're waiting for you know help. And during that time, they each speak to their Kobayashi Maru experience, yeah, yeah. and like it's maybe several chapters for each one, and they each go through it. Uh, I I would love to see that because we've been building up to something like that for Umbenga. Yeah, you know, I, I would love to see that 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 plot development, that character development over time. That well, I think you're going to get it. I, because I think, so I think these the, these writers and, and sh- the showrunners are dedicated to really yeah, fleshing out these characters in, in well, a really we, amazing way. He's one of those, when you do a prequel, you one of the big questions you have to answer is what's going to happen to some of these characters, right? right. We know right. some of right. them yeah. are going to survive. Yep. So you know, we, we know that he works with uh, McCoy, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and that each That's of right. them are chiefs, right? So in my head, somehow he got demoted. He did something. So he has to report. Yeah, to and it's the what. McCoy. That's what I was going to say. What the, is the build? The, yeah. yeah, what is yeah. the thing? Yeah, we're going to eventually get there. But I'm I'm curious. What what did he do in order to have to report to me? Because in my opinion, Mbenga is a lot more technical, um, researchy. The the type of even a, a little bit better than. McCoy. I'm actually a lot better than McCoy. McCoy is more of an in the moment. That's right. You know, solve. You know, fix the patient. And and guy. he's not yeah. he's not a tech oriented individual yeah. either. He's just a brilliant yeah. doctor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's yeah. a brilliant doctor, yeah. and you know he can read people. And you know he's a little bit uh, his bedside manners a little bit. I'm not sure if it's better, but it's different. Rash. Well, <laughs> I, and I, I'm not shot. I won't be surprised if we see the under the cloak of war outcome come come up late that's what i was just getting to say because yeah. if you think about it like you're dealing with a yeah. medical officer that killed an ambassador right yeah and you killed an ambassador of a race that that humans were at war with and this guy was really playing that he's trying to be a driver for peace and trying to be a driver for improving klingon relations and now a medical guy has killed him yeah you know one, one of the the medical officers uh, you know I, I guess he's the cmo for the enterprise using that, but I, you're, I, I wouldn't be shocked if the ramifications of that that come back yeah. and bite them in the ass down the road. I was thinking about that right initially, there. but I don't know. There, I think there might be something other that that causes it. But if maybe, this, but this I don't. Is I don't, like, I don't uh, think this is the crux of it. But I wouldn't be surprised if this or the the ramifications on Mbenga starts. Oh, connected. Well, he's yeah. already got they two things out, that are against yeah, him. Other, yeah, right? yeah. He's he, got he, his daughter. He's also the most compelling. And he's got right. he's got yeah. this you know over him already. Yeah, and I, I like it. Uh, Jamie kind of alluded to it earlier, but we see what he's what he ended up doing for his daughter in season one, where he learned it. Right. Yep. You know, in this yeah. episode too. Right. 
and I was actually waiting for the line, and I, I'm I'm both glad and I was I'm shocked we didn't get it, which was the needs of the many outweigh the needs, needs of the few or the one. Yeah, because he had that one, um, that Dude, one soldier in the pattern, right. in the, yeah. his pattern held in the mm -hmm. buffer, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then it's like, well, here come more transport with more injured. It's like, man, you do you, <laughs> you bring this guy back? He's gonna right. die. Do you just mercilessly, uh, you know, grant him mercy? And right. Yeah. Just have him delete his pattern in the transporter buffer, but you also need to bring these other people in. So something has to happen. Yeah. Quick. Right. Yeah. And the fact that Chapel was hesitating, and he's just he's oh. the one that's like, I'll do the deed. Yep. You know, I'll take the blood on my hands. To, right. Uh, you know, right. Uh, to eliminate. I just I thought that that, that episode did so much for his character it did. that it did just yeah. was night and day different than what we saw in season one. And yeah. like you guys said, I mean, yeah. showing why he is the way he is. But it was also great really, to see his connection to Chapel and why they're so right. close. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and why he trusts her so much and vice versa. I, I, I dug that. That the, first episode. Yeah, you know, when they're together, really, yeah, really said a lot. Like, how do they know this? How they, right. they know how right. to do this? Right. Yeah. What's, right. what's that thing he's taken? Right, you know, right. To, to make him more, to make them more powerful, animalistic. Or, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That was crazy. The other, the other thing I think it did really well for. I liked, I liked that it introduced so the PTSD and Chapel and Spock basically trying to play Mister Fix It. Right. Yeah. So right. I totally yeah. understand. Well, if I'm being honest, I don't understand. Yeah. I do right. not understand. You know what you're going through. And, right. Right. You know, I, I really liked that aspect of Spock having to learn a little bit more about humanity and what war does to somebody. Okay, let's so. let's talk about one of my favorite. It's it's not my favorite, uh, but one of them, probably close second. Some space rhapsody. Um, no. <laughs> Apology. No. Apology. Oh my gosh. Um, which was the season finale, the cliffhanger. Oh my gosh. Um, which was a hundred and fifty percent Star Trek through and through. Is such a great. Um, episode I really really enjoyed. I that's the one I finished this this morning right before I came uh, to to the cast. And uh, wow! So what last an episode. last season we saw that they've really established and there was undertones of it throughout ex exploration of Lon's character. In this There's season. undertones of it in but the original. We, series. we know that the Gorn yeah. is the big bad for this series. Yeah. So you know, remember you guys at the beginning you were saying how um like this season wasn't. Like typical Star Trek, yeah. What you're saying. One of the things that made this season good for me is because all of these episodes like deepened your relationships with them. Like you started caring a little more about sure. them. And this last episode like gutted you. Yeah, like, yeah. It was like oh, absolutely. All these people you cared about. <laughs> well, we're, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna scatter them across no, right. the, the winds. Um, no, it was, no, it was, good. It, it was good. Yeah, it's a it's an excellent episode. So uh, the Gorn decide they're going to uh, take a planet. And um, so they um, re uh, uh, jigger the, the the map lines in space, and um, then they launch this device that basically shuts down any kind of transportation, communication, or anything on the surface of the planet. Um, and then they send the Gorn in to to eat, to feed. So I like uh, the thing I thought was interesting was the the, the parallels on the Gorn. Just taking over the planet. Yeah. Just decided. I mean, it's like it's very Crimea esque. Yeah. Because Russia just moved in right, there, took right. Crimea. It's like here's the new border. Yep. It, and yep. remember on Tom and Jerry, yeah. where Tom used to draw the little line in the sand. Yep. Yeah. Dogs yep. to come right up to yeah. it. That's what it reminded me. Oh, of. absolutely. Yeah. Like, this is ours yeah. now. This is our side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's basically yeah. what it, yeah, right. it, it, it was a lot like that. Um, yeah. Very horror movie-esque. Very, bit, yeah. You know, very yeah. cool, yeah. And they're having to hide in the uh, thing. But the important one, I thought the important takeaway from this episode is who we get to meet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty good. 
Chief Montgomery yeah. Scott, Scott. A young, the a young best part of the doggone episode, man. And, and what what is how do we meet him? We meet him because he set up a Gorn trap. He, using he figured out Magi- a way to survive with MacGyvering. Yeah, yeah. MacGyvering <laughs> so stuff. That was found. incredible. When yeah. I was, was like, so oh, good. crap! He built that by himself, and y'all weren't able to do that with right. all of the technology. Yep. And right. That, when I wow. heard, listen, this episode throughout the entire episode, the the crew really showed why they're the crew of the flagship of the Federation. They were all firing on all cylinders. So, their, their plans were smart and well uh, thought out and really met the moment. And I really like totally that. Totally agree with Star that. Trek. Yep. Yeah. So remember back, I can't remember which episode it was, um, they showed, I think it was the one with, uh, I think it was Tomorrow, Tomorrow, Mark, Tomorrow, where they're back, and you find Kirk meeting Spock and Uhura for the first yeah, time. Yeah, And they're sitting down, you know, they, like, hey, come have a drink, and they're having that conversation, they're talking. Or was it the one? That was the one before, before the one that. Before yeah. that, right, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. That was the one where Uhura she was having the visions of her vision. parents. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Right. and they saved that, that uh, the new, they found the new race and, you know, kind of yeah. species and yeah. saved them, yeah. So, yeah, the deuterium uh, uh, thing. Yeah, so, like, seeing them sit down, they really started to lay the foundations of why the that crew of the Enterprise is close. Because you, you see it a little in some of the kind of original, ep, uh, original series where they're close, and you're like... The only oh, place you see why? it like yeah. that, Jamie, is in the original series. And right. I'll tell you the reason why. This is a great question, by the way. The reason is because the nature of the mission that they're on. In the original series, these ships were sent out on five-year missions. In other words, go explore f- space by yourself for five years. You spend five years with any group of people, that's your family. That's your family. You get really close to those people. That is one of the best things they've brought yeah. back that they've been unable to bring back throughout Next Generation, Agreed. DS9. And right. the reason is because technology got to a point where the ships could go back and forth to Earth. It seemed like in a couple of days, it is no big deal. Everybody everybody can see everybody. Well, even in even Next Generation, they were out it's for a, great a long point. time. Well, they, they were you know? by choice. Whenever they needed to go back to Terra... They were back. They they, well, they, they went they made a way often to no they didn't. But when they needed to, when the story sure. dictated it, it seemed like they could just hop right back. Whereas in the the original series, you really felt like this is a group of people on their own. There's nobody yeah. coming to help them. Sure. There's nobody coming to, to yeah. Save they, their butt. And they they tried to get that a little bit with, with Voyager, Voyager, and I think right. the plot yeah. I think the yeah. plot set up that they really were trying to. They aim. very I, much tried to do that. that I, I don't yeah. think yeah. they hit it on the same level. No. I, Not I to that same that. level. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. there's something in this where you start to see. It's like that level of closeness, how they, you know, kind of enjoy each other and how like that manifests itself when they all become, hey, he's a captain, he's the first, and all of them are part of their kind of own ship. So I appreciate that. I think it's the chemistry of the cast too, man. They seem like, this cast seems like they, they, absolutely, they all seem like, like you know, they seem like they're, they're close. Could could you see anybody else playing Montgomery Scott? I'd episode. have a hard time. That uh, me dude too. did such a good he job. He was excellent. Yeah. He was so well cast in that. And yeah. I think I, I, the the only thing I'm I'm I, so I have a friend that that works on this show. He's on he's on strike right now with everybody. But he actually produced like the engine room, the the warp nacelles, and all that. that I am see. so glad you're bringing. He's an artistic. Yeah. Group, but yeah. Um, but he said that originally the the original contract for the show was five seasons. Yeah. And I hope to God we get more than that because the the we know the inevitability of what's going to happen with the Enterprise. We know the inevitability yep. that it's going to have 
a partially new crew. Yep. Um, we're already on our second engineer, and I think right. this episode laid the seeds that we're going to get, you know, the the man who should and will obviously be the, uh, the, be chief, the engineer chief engineer. Right, right, road. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. But I hope we slow this down a little bit so we can enjoy more of this cast. I think you will. I think yeah. you will. I, ho- I really Everybody hope so. Because, you're not, you're not yeah. going to only get five seasons. If, if the show is monetarily successful, you'll get as many seasons as Which can still it remain monetary. Yeah, it's uh, very yeah. popular. Very popular, yeah. yeah. I just so this is moving a lot quicker than Discovery even. You know, what is, is Discovery within its own like, <sighs> you know, season coming up? Discovery is but, such a... Such a departure for Star. I, no, I, what, what I'm saying is that th- this is moving along quicker in terms of. No, no, no yeah, I hear you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Discovery it's is just such a not a Star Trek show to me. Discovery or yeah, this one? Discovery, Discovery. Oh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm not put, meaning to put uh, emphasis on. No, Discovery. no, no, no. I get you. I get you. Right. You're talking uh, about advancement yeah. of the characters. Uh, yeah, development. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I see character what development. Yeah, I, I, I would, I would, from what I've seen of Discovery, I would agree with you on that. You know, and D- Discovery also is an episodic like this one is, which takes us back to the root of the type of Star Trek that we're yep. used to and we want yeah. to see again, yep. which yeah. is the fan, the fandom kind of conversation. Well, you're one, you're one you, you know, let's deal with complex moral issues like the Prime Directive and interference with the world, like the, the, the development of a world or, you know, character issues inside a single plot that happens in one episode. And for the most of all, each episode is self-contained. Yeah. With a, Maybe there's an overall narrative, but it's not like a you're watching one episode. Right. Like, like basically like Secret Invasion or Discovery right. does where. Right. Yeah, it's, it's not a, hey, watch, we, we, uh, it's not a development into, a, oh, we got to save the, the universe kind of. Yeah, you could literally pick an episode of Strange New Worlds, a random one, and watch yeah, it. And watch for the it. most part. You know, you'll enjoy it, and oh, there won't be you things will. you feel like you missed. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Discovery, you, I couldn't just jump in in the middle of a season. In the in my twenties, uh, in, in the nineties, um, um, I attended a lot, a lot. I uh, even emceed a couple uh, creation starter conventions, and so uh, I tell you that to tell you this: I sat in a lot of lines waiting for this autograph or that person or whatever, and inevitably you talk to the people around you. About Star Trek, of course, and um, what we're talking about right now is the number one wish, I feel like, from all of those conversations I had. with Because when I got into Star Trek, I got into Star Trek with the original series, kind of. I, it wasn't like, oh, I love the original series. It's the greatest thing ever. I appreciated it. It was space. I dug that. The movies, Wrath of Khan, those really got me to be a fan, and... Um, I, I would go to the conventions, and there would be all the these folks cosplaying. Um, we would call it dressing up back then, but they were dressing up like original series um, uh, officers, and I, I that always confused me because I was like, "What about the new hotness, man? The new hotness is where it's at. What are you talking about this original series stuff?" And it it's really come full circle now because I I really understand and get why those episodes are so magical for so many people. And and so different for me for so many years because I didn't understand a yeah. there wasn't anything like that before, right? You know there there wasn't right. any that, this was really something very different, but also it's it was still and and um, Rene Aubergenois played Odo, mm-hmm. loved rest in peace Rene, amazing actor, lovely human being, got to meet him a couple times. Actually, got to have dinner with him one time, and um, uh, Renee said to me, "These are not science fiction tales. They are morality plays set in a scientific 
the science fiction universe. And I'd never, it's common sense now, it, of course that's what it is, but it, it never occurred to me up to that point that that is exactly what these are. We are shining a mirror at our world, mm-hmm. no matter what that world was, whether it was the 60s for the original series, um, right. the 80s and the 90s for the next generation, or now, you know, the, the, the time that we're in now. And, and you can look at these episodes, you watch these episodes, and many of them you can tie back to things happening in our world today. Yeah. And it makes those stories more profound. It makes you closer to those characters. Right. Because you, they're having the same exact problems we're having. It just happens to be on a starship out in space. Yep. And that is the secret magic to Star Trek. And, uh, you know, Creed. God bless so, Renee Aubergenois for, for letting me in right. on that. Dude, one of that. my favorite Star Trek episodes of all yeah. is the one, w- is a Next Generation episode yeah. where Worf has a uh, crisis of faith. Oh, and he goes he goes to um to Borath <laughs> yeah. to find his faith, right? Yep. And he thinks he's he's doing this vision quest and he sees Kalis, who right. is the Klingon version of Jesus. Yeah. And uh and then he realizes that's not a hallucination, that's the real thing. And it turns out that there is this uh sect of Klingon religious um, you know, religious zealots that basically took blood from the knife of the original Kalis yeah. and Cloned him. Cloned him. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and so he real they they have this whole debate on what will this mean for Klingon society. And I think it's one of the most underserved um, open threads that Star Trek Absolutely. never explored. Yeah, because that the cl- the clone of Kalis survived. You know, right. he 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 was sent back to basically go be an advisor, not act. He he wasn't willing to take the throne of the original, right? right. Um, because he wasn't the one that performed those acts. But he had a great line at the end where he said. Um, He's talking with Worf, and he says, "I'm going to paraphrase it, but I've seen this episode so many times where he talks about uh, if his if his teachings hold true, what does it matter if the man comes back, yeah. you know, or not? Yeah, you know, he left us with these teachings, and, and, and that was the that was the first episode when I was young that yeah. I watched it that made me think in like, Star oh, Trek wow. in yeah. those terms. Yeah. It's like, dude, this isn't just about uh, you know like sci-fi, right. or this is actually like really about society and like a look at." We as like you know, humans, and usually ahead of its and, time. Yeah, to, to yeah. go along that that line, I think the next generation was probably probably you know next to the original series, where they really spoke to the philosophy of the social evolution, you know, and some of the the contextual things that were going on at the time. That was one of them, um, you know, and this is also a, a, almost a self reflection on each of the characters, and the the one about. Um, God, I forgot the name of it, and it's a it's a famous one, um, where um, Picard goes down and he speaks to Darmok. Yeah, Darmok. This is one of your favorite episodes. That I know it this is, to it be is true. one of my favorite yep. ones because there's so much semantic and philosophical um, association with that yeah, episode, mm-hmm. and it's really about well, how do we learn from each other? How do we understand each other? How do we at a time where we were at war? Yeah. You know, and we were going through some really big issues with yeah. our society. How d- can we speak with each other? Well, we don't You're speak the same one, language. Yeah. And yeah. we're not part of the same culture. Right. The words are different. Right. And if I'm not telling you the same words that you understand, uh, I'm not using it properly or whatever, then we're never going to see eye to eye. Yeah. But under also the th- uh, uh, a threat to the, uh, you know, uh, an, exist- an existential type threat that, you know, is threatening both of them. So it's like a, hey, this isn't just an optional thing. We need to figure out how to get along. And you can see parallels in today's world. Like, yep. 
I, hey, I have parallels in my job. Yeah. So I have a Ukrainian development team. And uh, lovely people, by the way, love uh, my Ukrainian team. They um, listen to me, and I, I must be speaking jibber-jabber to them. Because the way Americans speak, and especially from the South, we speak in a lot of idioms and, and sayings and, and things that and, – and I had to literally stop and catch myself and stop speaking that way, which is very hard to do because I'm Mr. Idioms and, and sayings. Yep. And uh, understand that these people don't know what the hell you're yeah. talking about. You know, and, and that's something that is reflected over time in different shows and different. For yeah. example, Ted Lasso. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. he he comes up with these these anecdotes. They're completely American. Perfect example of what I'm talking and, about. And he yeah. comes back yeah. and, and when nobody's laughing, he's like, "This is just another example how American English doesn't jive with you know <laughs> y'all's English." You know, and it, it's consistent. And this goes back to, you know, the the um, understanding that. We don't speak the same language. That's right. We might think the yeah. same thing, and our words are specific, or maybe there is no word for what you're doing. Um, for example, a Ted Lasso reference again. Um, and this is one of my favorite Ted Lasso episodes, is when they go to Amsterdam. Oh, it's my favorite you know, episode of and, Ted Lasso. And Rebecca meets the, yep. the Dutch pilot. Yep. And he's well. We don't know he's a pilot. We, d- we don't. We don't. <laughs> the Dutch fella. Yeah, the Dutch fella. <laughs> um, and he always says "gazelig." Yeah. Right? right. And she was right. like, "What the hell does that mean?" And, and he says, he "Well, that. there's there's really no translation for this, but you know, it means this, you know." And and if we spend some time talking to other people to find out exactly what they're saying, our communication would be a lot better. It's the root of all of our evil. It's yeah. the root of all it of is. our problems. Is our inability not understanding to each other and understand each other. And, you know, this is this is also a, an issue with relationships. You know, I, I Eddie, was, man. No, just in general, you know, and I. No, learned, I learned I'm that. laughing because I started the day in in a little bit of a, a tussle with Angie, and yeah. it's about communication. It, you know, that's exactly what it was I, about. I, yeah. And th- this is something that I learned a long time ago, but unfortunately, I don't live by. Yeah. You know, and this is. Oh, it's much harder to if, live by. Than if my my, my wife. <laughs> will say one thing yeah and i i start getting upset and i throw something back at her and you know it, it, it turns into right. an argument or or you know if i had just said well, hold on what do you say let, <laughs> let me let me let me reply to you with what i think you're saying yeah and if it's not the same let's fix that it's because my- if, if we can do that and allow ourselves to be vulnerable to understand what yeah. somebody else is saying then we wouldn't get into these arguments and we wouldn't get it's into my this. number one um character failing is exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, me there. too. Me too. It is is my quick? Uh, so my brain thinks pretty quick. I know yours does too. And so I'm already thinking about what the hell you just said and why did you say that? And I'm usually trying to defend myself. You know, always. She always. May, she yeah. may say something, yeah. and I immediately go on the defensive. Right. Like, whoa, hold right. on. This is right. you do this too, or you know, right. why I start placing right. the right. blame without pulling back into self reflection. It's the Trumpist. Yeah. But Obama did. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's uh, that's very interesting. It's, it's uh, uh, fitting uh, in, in this context with with Star Trek. Did you know that on uh, Lower Decks, that race that you're talking about in your favorite episode of I can't remember what the race is called, uh, um, yeah, but forgot. there's a crew member of that race on the the Cerritos. the one that speaks in yeah. uh, in metaphors. Yeah, yeah, or, really. Yes, yeah, yeah. And every time I see him, I think of you. Okay. <laughs> because I know how much you like that episode. By, by the way, that's not my favorite one. No, no, I know it's not your favorite, okay. but we've we've had really great discussions. You know discussions. which one is my favorite one? I don't know that I know it's what not, your favorite is. It's not from T, uh, TOS or The Next Generation. It's from D-Space. Oh, I do know what it is. And it's yeah. called The Visitor. Oh, you're a sweetheart. Yeah, Visitor's a good one. That's a good one. Um, uh, 
Past tense is my favorite. Past tense is great too. Yeah, that's a, which that's one a good was that one? one? Deep Space Nine is when uh, Cisco and and um, uh, who else goes back to uh, the early? What was it? Is this where he's the writer? And he's a writer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and the that when they go the back 50s, to the right? when they go back right or the sixties wars. Um, well, no, no, this is the one where they go back to two thousand. Was it twenty four or something like that? Where the the wars um, were getting ready to start. So so they um, it's like twenty twenty three. Oh, this is the one yeah, where they're yeah, walking the, around the tent cities. Yeah, the tent yep. cities oh, like yep. And you know what? Yeah, that yeah, scene, yeah. if you watch that, how historically accurate that's it's turned creepy. into. I'm not getting into the politics. No, no, of anything, no, 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 it's no, no, no. Creepy. But it, yeah, when you start thinking about major metropolitan it areas creepy, and the amount yeah. of homeless that, that are in major cities now yeah. that live that's in tent cities. And if you watch that scene where he's explaining what happened, and it's like, man, this was written in what ninety seven or something. I, and, I heard and, on the news this week there are 7,000 unhomed people in San Francisco alone. Yeah. Let that sink I believe in. It. Oh, I believe it. 7,000 yeah. people. Diego. But, you know, the, the homeless Pinty. issue is, is, I mean, it's it's even palpable here in San Francisco. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, you, you, and, and then when you move up to Austin, you're, you're just like, whoa, what happened here? Right. What, it's what are we really doing bad what are we in Austin. Doing it? And you see it all over. It in Austin, Texas, San Diego, there's a there's a yeah, same thing. Yeah. famous street in in Austin, uh, and and it was really famous in old Austin called Sixth Street. Oh yeah, uh, Sixth Street is where we used to go party. It's mm-hmm. where all the bars and all the the fun stuff that the yeah, college they, they even did. had a, a, a club called uh, the Library. Oh yeah, yeah. And, right uh, on. Where are you going? I'm going to the library. I'm going to go to the library. I'm going to go. Yeah, and I'm going to get tore down. But Sixth Street now is basically a homeless encampment. Well, they call it, yeah. Very, that, very that part, dangerous part that, of The traditional part of 6th Street now. is now called Dirty 6. Yeah, and yeah. Then yeah. there's another part of it that's seen Still as traditional 6. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right, right. And that's actually what the Austin, Austinites call it. It's yeah. That part, that several block area right off 35 oh, is called Dirty 6. Oh, that used to be a, a really nice place It was to so go. much fun. It was yeah. so much fun, you know? And, and Austin, I mean, I don't know how it is now. I don't really go to Austin that much, but um, Austin was... Really, really weird back then, and and there's bumper stickers that say "Keep Austin weird," and this is the reason why you'd see crazy people driving it's very there. Arts. It was a very artistic weird, community, weird yeah. decked out cars, yeah. and and yeah. just crazy shit on on Sixth uh, Street, and it's a it's well, a shame that we can't figure that out. Well, you know what? Speaking of weird, is ending on a freaking cliffhanger. This stupid next strange new worlds. Back and to the strange and new worlds. And how long do we have to wait for the next one? Uh, who the hell knows? Now because of the strikes, strikes they haven't even start. They, they haven't, haven't even started. started. No They're not yeah, starting. They haven't anything. started filming yet. You know, no. just pay them what what they should be paid. The whole thing is ridiculous. Yeah. These pay, pay them what they need to be paid so we can watch Dune. These studios, yeah. man, they are really really money grubbing. We I'm telling you we're going to capitalism ourselves to hell. We yep. we if we're not already there. Um yeah, I think really, we're already there. Yeah, really crappy. <laughs> well, this this last episode left us on a note where we we have missing, you know, um uh, uh crew members. Crew members, yeah. thank you. And we're like, oh shit! What what's going to happen now? Yeah, you know, well, not just missing crew members, but several crew members in different states, different bad right. stuff happening. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah. And um, the the only good thing, and I think this is the way that they're going to introduce Scotty into the actual, you know, being a member of the team, crew team. Yeah, yeah. Is in my head, he's probably going to be the one to to you know be responsible for the saving of every. He's going to come to some. Technology use that to, to implement to well, damn it, that's his job. Ground. He better. Well, it's not his job yet. <laughs> that's his job. Hey, on the show, for, Eddie, for that's sur- his job for survival. Right yeah. now, he's coming out with these anecdotes. He did it with tools. his shuttlecraft and the yeah. and the debris on the show, which that's was right. clever as all get out. Awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. It was so good. Yeah, that was a good good episode. I really liked. Um, 
Captain Pike's relationship with the other. What's the other captain's name? I can't remember her Patel? name. Patel. Patel. Oh, Patel. Patel. Yeah. That, that's his girlfriend, right? Yeah, his yeah. girlfriend. Um, and that's the one, again, from the um, Subspace Rhapsody. Yes. Yeah. She, where, she where had we the, see those relationships yeah, really right. begin to uh, unfurl. That's that's how we open build. the season, right? That's his, right. His, uh, Patel comes in and, and takes number two under custody. I think that's a second second episode. Second the episode. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. But uh, that, I meant the, the start of the season. Yeah, sure. We, how we started. But uh, yeah, it was. Uh, very interesting. I, I definitely like um, the peril they put um, um, Chapel in. Chapel in at the end. Mm-hmm. And I love that they that Spock unknowingly goes to save her. Um, and I really, really love seeing the Gorn. The Gorn in the original series. I, <laughs> if you don't know, if you're if you're too young to remember, was a big stupid plastic suit, and it looked cheap and cheesy. And but not back then. No, 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 not well, back then. I, I would even argue back then they I don't know. probably could have done a little bit. Dude, that that, they, that Gorn I, head. But there was no expectation to do anything that, different. No, there so, really wasn't. Yeah, to, yeah. To, to, the, the, point. the imagination, the the creativity back then, that, that was at 100%. Oh, that was, that was absolutely. You know, but, but absolutely. with the evolution of technology, CGI, That's pre-Star everything. Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, with, with Zerglings coming out and, and certain videos, the, you go back to look at them. You know. That that stuff, the the hive mind, mm-hmm. the all that. That's, that's right. Those are all tropes out of a lot of popular science fiction. Yeah, uh, that that I really appreciate. Chris's kids. I mean, I'm, I'm sitting. We're sitting here in Chris's house today, um, away from the regular studio because um, Chris is special, and we got to bend to his will every once in a while. <laughs> he's, a, he's a skidoo. But um, we're. I'm totally kidding, Chris. But uh, I'm, I'm looking around his house, and his kids play Warhammer Forty Thousand, and there's there's um, um, uh, the bugs, the space bugs. What, what are they called? The uh, the you should know this, Chris. No, I should know this. They're you called uh, Tyranids. Yeah, Tyranids. Yeah. So that's what these things are. That's what that's what the Gorn are. They're Tyranids. They're they're this hive mind, space bug. Uh, they come yeah. over and they just take a planet and yep. take it out. Uh, but which is really a. a a look at us. Yeah, right. <laughs> we're right. we're going to go and we're going to do, we're going to overtake this world and we're going to ruin it. We're oh, going to yeah. take this world and we're going to ruin oh, it. Oh, absolutely. That's that's our... You know, one of the lines from The Matrix um, where the uh, that Australian guy, I forgot, he, he was in Lord of the Rings, he was in, you know... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. He's Agent um, Smith. Yeah, Agent, Agent Smith. Smith, yeah. Um, he says that y'all are the virus. Right. Y'all are like cockroaches that go and infest everything. Everything. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and that completely, I mean, man, I'm... You know, that's right. We that are. That was a this mind is, warp that the machines think that, we're the problem. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but it's the same thing. And seeing that that Gorn in the the dish, uh, trying to get Chapel and checking out the the wreckage, so cool. Such a great uh, character. That could have been really cheesy. Mm-hmm. All, all right, the Gorn, yeah. all the Gorn in this series could have been really cheesy. They have really grounded that that crazy alien race and made it really a threat yeah that that old plastic gorn just, <laughs> you're right it was just I mean, never there right, sure. you know we knew kirk was in trouble when he's fighting the gorn because obviously the gorn's bigger than him right 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 stronger yeah. but but there's a great line in um a great movie called uh um uh with with tim allen what's the what's the galaxy quest galaxy quest where where <laughs> 
where the guy they're trying to figure out how to get away from this rock monster and oh can and you form, can you form a, some type of rudimentary, rudimentary lathe or something like <laughs> yes. that and it just harkens back to that original series yep, that's right episode and it's such a deep cut it's that's so right. great i ben, love that uh, galaxy uh, quest is one of the, the we've got to do an episode of galaxy quest well, it's so i think they're coming good. out with the two right i would love to see it too. you know that they're, they're going to be amazing. missing a couple of, of well they're not coming out with anything right now but right right probably the intent yeah. was. I, I think, didn't know that. Know That's awesome. We that is a that is a great. Oh wait, no, no, no. It's not a two. I think it's a series. Oh, a series. I think it's a series. Oh, neat. I need to look that up. Okay, we'll I figure might that be out. Talking at my ass, but I, no, no, I no. I, I, I heard I've heard rumblings of that at some point, but like everything, they say something and then it goes away. I heard we we're going to get a Judge Dredd show. Um, years ago, and we still haven't seen that thing. Yeah, back in April, they announced a Galaxy Quest TV oh, series nice. for Paramount yeah, okay. Plus. Nice. Paramount Plus. There we oh, go. Oh, for Paramount Plus. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. That, oh, man, I'm going to love that. That's great. That was such a great movie. But um, I, we're, we're, we keep strewing away from it, but but the final episode, what it all leads to is a climactic cliffhanger where Pike is on the bridge, all hell is breaking loose, and the captain's kind of frozen. He did not yeah, I don't know what freezes. to do. He was yeah. like, uh, I don't know what to do. He doesn't know how to save everybody. And everybody's right. like in there like, Captain? Yep. Captain? Yep. Captain? Orders, please. Yep. Yep. And he doesn't know how to save everybody. And he's yeah. got the implication are the implications are that he has somebody that he loves uh, in the mix. He's got his crew and his duty yeah. and all the people that he loves in his crew in the mix. And he doesn't want to start war, a war yeah. with the Gorn. And he's been mm-hmm. ordered back. Uh, to Federation space by Starfleet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we see the to be continued in the great Star Trek script. And that's where I ended Star Trek uh, Strange New Worlds this morning. Oh, you didn't see the next episode? Uh, there is no <laughs> episode. Smarty pants. Um, and what a what a great cliffhanger. Yeah. What was, a great episode really and good. a great cliffhanger. I give it I give it three batlets. Three batlets for out of ten. Uh, out of ten? Eduardo. Yeah. Out of a hundred. Is that just for the Not because of the ending? Hundred. Yeah, just because of the ending. It's such a fairy Mother, mother truckers. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, not a fan. A, a, a uh, what? What did you say? You're such a contrary ass. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not a fan of the cliffhanger up the cliffhanger aspect. I get why they do it, sure, but I hate the freaking waiting. That's such a Star Trek thing. Oh, it is. I mean, I yeah. remember in high school having to wait when Riker said aboard. fire, yeah. and it's like, oh my god, I got to wait six months. Right, <laughs> right. I mean, hell, twenty years ago, Battlestar it was Galactica, only three months, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. Uh, hear Battlestar Galactica had, um, you know, they landed on um, the on the planet that they were going to settle. That on. they thought uh, was Earth. Yeah. Which, which well, one no, do you think no, is no, a no. bigger franchise, Star Wars or Star Trek? There's a bigger franchise. Yeah. Considering I, all the movies that Star Trek has pulled out, all the series, I'm going to say Star Wars, and the only reason why is because there's the the toy aspect of it. That sure. Star Trek has repeatedly tried to do, and well, they, they, they haven't. They haven't done a good job. That, you know that's what? actually not true. Playmates had no, a no, really no. no I, I'm run. not. I'm not speaking to like the I'm quality, telling you about but toys. I'm telling. I, I'm just saying, like overall, when I look at the collectability factor no, totally, of that, totally. I think Star yeah, Wars absolutely. has I mean, always had you know, a higher demand. You know what I need? I need an Enterprise, a Bird of Prey, and all the ships. In Lego, oh, that would be yeah. Cool. And closest, they don't have the closest you've ever gotten is a Connects, which is a knockoff of Lego. That's right, right. I saw and, that. Uh, well, and you know why? Because Paramount is such a bear to deal with. Yeah, with any of that stuff, they're so yeah. horrible to deal with on any of that stuff. If they, if they want what their fan base to all? grow, they really need to bring anything. in the kids, yeah. the anything, children, Jamie. and the and the to, tech parents. Try working with them in any capacity, shape, or form. They are always pains in the ass. It's been my experience. Uh, I've done a, a couple of freelance jobs for paramount 
Um, this was when Viacom owned them, so right. I think things are very, hopefully, very different now. But oh my gosh, it was like pulling out pubes. It was <laughs> it was not fun. Why would you uh, want to? Never mind. I'm not exactly. exactly. Why would you want to? <laughs> That's my point, Ed. I mean, they got wax and they've got uh, <laughs> razors. Wax, wax I mean, is still pulling them up. I think, I think at this point, <laughs> we're probably done with strange. New I world. think we are. I, think, I was just about to wrap us up here. I think we may have done. We'll, we'll end it on pubes. Uh, <laughs> they, they, they have. They have. The, we ended uh, it on pedophiles last episode. Might as well end it on pubes. Why, why not? They have. They have cream that you know uh, dissolves. <laughs> you don't have to worry about a all salve. That. They've got the elect- electric shockwave things that it's will, you know, salve. Um, they've got the laser now. They got yeah. the, they just they shoot got, them off. They, they shoot, just shoot, shoot them off. They shoot your pubes yeah, off. Yeah. That's nice. A pube shooter. Nice. Um, wishes for um, okay. Okay, so uh, last question before we uh, leave this episode and and say our goodbyes. Um, predictions, wants, wishes for the next season of Strange New Worlds. I'm gonna throw it over to you, Jamie. What do you think? Um, I got to agree with Chris. I, I just I want to see more of this crew. Like I, yeah, that, that that's my only wish. Like I, I think their writing is extremely strong. Um, I, I love the introduction of the characters and the development in the season. Um, just see what else they got. Like continue the story. It's intrigued you. Yeah, it has. It has. It's got its little hooks in me. I like that we got a new fan. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. What about you, Chris? Well, I, I, yeah, I want to. I want them to slow down. I want to see more of this crew, but I expect that we're going to see more of Kirk. Uh, I, I felt like the one nitpick I had about season two is we're probably starting to see him a little too early, too much, too early. Really? Um, well, we saw him in three or four episodes I, maybe, this season. Oh, was it three or four? I thought it yeah. was only just the two. No, maybe I'm he, missing him a couple times because he was in the the flashback, the flashback one, the musical, at least three, and then the one with Ohura and her parents. Oh, right, um, right, right. But I think we're going to probably see him a little bit more because his brother was one of the ones taken by the Gorn. Yep. So yep. Um, I, I have a feeling we'll see him more, but I I, I know we're going to see more. I just, I want to see, I do want to see Scotty. I'm in a hurry to see Scotty get, know, get to, right? the, uh, yeah. get to so uh, awesome. head of, the head of engineering. But uh, yeah, I just, I, I want to see more of this crew still. I think there's still a lot of stories to tell. We don't need to rush them into the original series yet. Um, so I, I just, I want to see more of the crew. Seven seasons in a movie. I, I wouldn't complain. Right. How about you, Ed? Um, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to see how they use the the strangeness tool yeah. to um make more uncomfortable situations so we can get inside their heads and understand their evolution better. Um the character development. I'm looking forward to that. I, I really love how the character development is coming along. Yeah, me too. Um, I'm interested to see if there is a relationship that comes from uh, Spock and Uhura um, mm. to see what happens there. How does that... Because you've started to see some occasional flirtation that has happened. It's it's not it's very subtle. Yeah, maybe, very maybe interest. Very subtle. Interest, yeah. Interest and, and whatnot. But you know that that's going to happen at some point, um, potentially. Yeah. Um, I mean, we saw it on the other timeline did they have a relationship in the original series i I don't know i thought so i thought i thought it was implied i thought that was just a thing that they did with the new the new thing because it was zoe saldana and then at the time when that uh the 2009 star trek jj abrams verse spun out uh, was it shatner or was it um kirk that kissed her or was it spot uh, it was kirk that kissed her in the original series right was the first interracial kiss on tv right right but uh but i didn't know i i was just asking because i i don't know my tos of the show 
I, I, don't, I don't remember. I don't had. remember them having any anything other than a working relationship. Yeah, um, I thought that was something that they just did for the Kelvin. But again, I, I'm totally open. I to think being that's a, there, I think so that's I, a I Kelvin. Know. So I'm curious. Yeah. The other question I have is which timeline are they in? Because they're they, in the, because is, they traveled, you know, to a different timeline, and they came back. But I'm curious. All the publicity stuff has said this is the original this prime. Is the, yeah, this okay, is prime right, timeline. Okay. Right. Like all the publicity stuff that they've talked about. So unless they've written that in somewhere, this the assumption is this is the prime timeline that will lead into the the Kirk. Okay. Kirk Spock right McCoy. Well, I'm I'm, we I'm interested in see more character development and where yeah. they go with this. Yeah, yeah, right on, right on. I'm I'm, I'm wondering if they end this series um, with what happens to Pike. You know, I think that's where they, I think that's where they have to go. Yeah. I think that's yeah. eventually where. Well, because it, it started that way too. You know, yeah. right? Yeah, he's haunted sure. by the visions yeah. right. that yeah, he had yeah, of yeah. what happens to him yeah. because of because of discovery. Yeah, what happened in discovery? Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Well, it's interesting stuff. I think. Um, what are you looking for in it? It, it, you know, look, if I was uh, looking for anything, more of the same. I think they've done a really, really amazing job with this series. I mean, I, I think I'd probably like this series more than most Star Trek shows. And I love Star Trek. Yeah. Um, but I'd they, love to see another musical. That'd be really good. Me too. I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm I, you know, the one reason why I'm glad for the musical episode? It's done. <laughs> we, we, we can move on. I, yeah. I like that. Uh, you was, know, well, the the guys who the the guy and the lady who wrote it, I forgot their names, uh, Tom or Ted and... Kaylee or Kyle, whatever, they're from uh, Letters to Cleo. They're from oh, Cleo. Yeah. okay. Yeah. Oh, well, I like so that man. You, you can you can kind of hear, you know, so, some of their. So that's interesting because if they're from Letters to Cleo, then that means that Star Trek and the Parks and Recreation verse are in the same universe. That's right. So, I love that. Yeah. That ma- that makes my heart just feel better. <laughs> <laughs> That's a deep cut Parks and Rec uh, reference, but uh, you, you know what I'm talking yeah, about, right? I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. Um, yeah, so look, more of the same. I, I, I'm, I'm, it's, it's odd because I just really enjoy Star Trek again so much, especially after so much caca. There's been a lot yeah, the, of it was, there was such a, um, over the course of the last five, six, seven years, yeah. however, you know, however long, experiencing Star Trek has been, you know, just upsetting. It's been a, a, a continuous exercise in futility because it's like, okay, you're going to try. Oh, this is, oh, no, this sucks. This is really. Well, I just, I'm happy that the fans demanded a, a, a Strange New World show based on Discovery Season 2. I love two, it. Yeah. And they've, they've delivered it. Yeah. And they've delivered and shown that it can be a massive hit and they can hit all the cylinders. For the right they, reasons. For the right too. reasons. Yeah. And um, so I, the other one that fans are apparently pretty clamoring for now is the Legacy Show, which is the one with um, the Enterprise G. I don't even know what. No, at the end of Picard season three, with uh, seven, with seven is the no, it wasn't Enterprise C. It was Enterprise oh, oh, G. F, yeah. No, 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 no. You're right. It is G. I'm, uh, I'm mixing up. But with, who, seven, who with seven of nine, uh, with seven of is nine the being the captain, that you know, would and, be. And I'm epic. curious if they're going to take that, but do the same kind of thing. Let's get back. Let's keep this classic Trek going, right? Dude. The fans are showing what they, you know, what they want. Well, you got some executive somewhere that wants something hot and new. So, you know, they've got to (laughs) fuck off with that stuff. That's going to do it for us this week on the Geek Culture Cast. We super appreciate you joining us. Uh, Numbers are back up, uh, so we know you're listening, and we appreciate that. Thank you so much. Um, That'll do it for episode number eight of the Culture Cast. I think we need to start putting uh, the episode numbers up on the the list. Yeah. Oh, oh be, yeah, I stopped doing that on season two for some reason. 
Yeah. I'll, I'll go back and do the exercise of a- adding them all oh, back. Oh, sweet, sweet. Yeah, yeah no problem, good. motherfucker. Um, <laughs> end it right there. What? And <laughs> oh, motherfucker is the last <laughs> time. Let's, let's do it again. Yeah, I think that's something to, cha- to change. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> and we're out. <laughs> the Geek Culture Cast produced by Chris Lawrence, Jamie Carson, and Eddie Gonzalez with me. I'm Duncan Garcia. We appreciate you joining us. Come back next time where we're talking Ahsoka. Who? Ahsoka. Oh, man. Or something. Yeah, let's talk about that. Every every little bit helps. Let's talk about that <laughs> show. Holy moly. We'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody. See ya. Bye. Fuck. <laughs>